Wait, are you... <laughs> are you gonna count me in? Whatever. I'm just gonna go for it. Welcome to the Queen's Lead Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Singleton. And as a child of the 80s, I'd love to say Queen's rule. But they don't. Queen's lead. Being a queen means you are worthy to be a leader of people. The guests on our show do exactly that. They are leading the way in their businesses, families, and communities. And they're taking their rightful place in the spotlight, leading and inspiring the developing queens in all of us. Welcome to the Queen's Lead Podcast. Now here's your host, Amy Singleton, the queen of realness, leading conversations about business, life, and the real shit you want to know. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Queen's Lead Podcast. Today, we are very blessed to be joined by Jennifer Arthurson. She is the host of the Old Chicks No Shit podcast, and I am here for that. She's also a coach on helping women get unstuck in this middle age of life that we're in and starting a whole new exciting chapter. So I can't wait to dig in. Welcome, Jennifer. Thank you for being here. Thanks so much for having me. Jennifer, would you please introduce your beautiful soul to my audience so we can get started and know who you are? Yeah. So I am the founder and creator of Old Chicks No Shit, which is a podcast. Um, it's a community um, and it's a co- and it's coaching to help basically to help midlife women see themselves as the powerful beings that they are with the power to do whatever it is that they want. Because we live in a world that tells us as soon as we reach, reach 40, we're on the downhill slope to old age oblivion. And it's simply not true. It's just simply not true. And so um, this was born out of my own midlife reinvention at the age of 50, where I found myself divorced, unemployed, an empty nester and bedridden with a stress-related illness. And so I was forced to reinvent myself and my life. And uh, now that is what I help other women do. Oh, that... Here goes the first crown moment of the day, guys. If you're watching on YouTube, you're watching me put on the crown right now because Jennifer's already spouting queen leader stuff. It's not over. It's just beginning at this time, right? Yeah. So tell us, take us back. What did that look like? What did your life look like before you had the midlife um, crisis, so to speak? So I was pretty typical of where most of us were, you know, I was married, had a, had a child. Um, I was a corporate executive in a Ford Fortune 500 company, very busy job, traveling a lot. I was also like big time into fitness. And, um, you know, I was the person who was in the gym at 5.30 in the morning before I hit the office and all of that kind of stuff. And then yeah. um, in the year leading up to my 50th birthday, as I mentioned, uh, I found myself, and in a very short space of time, I found myself divorced. Um, let go from a 25 plus year corporate career. Um, my kid moved three hours away to go to school and I was basically (laughs) too sick to get out of bed. And what I realized was, is that every identity of who I thought I was in the world. So wife, mother, corporate executive, physical fitness person, literally all of that was stripped away from me. Hmm. And, um, what was scary was I had no idea who I was. If I wasn't all of those things, I mean, I was like, I'm still alive here on the planet. So like, who am I? Like, and the next question was like, what do I want for my life? Because what I realized was I had done everything right. I had checked all of the boxes that said, go to school, 
you know, yeah. get good grades, get a good job, work your way up the corporate ladder somewhere in there, stop and have a kid and raise a family in a nice white. I had checked all the boxes and yeah. nowhere, no box ever said, you know, is this what you want? Is this what's making you happy? Yeah. And I, so I'd never, ever stopped to give it any consideration at all. So when it yeah. came to the question of like, okay, I pretty much have a blank slate in front of me now, where do I go from here? I had yeah. no idea. Yeah. And after I started sharing, um, you know, my experiences, I found that, you know, I, I wasn't alone in that. Like, it wasn't just me that there are so many women that reach this point of life where things are changing relationships, careers, kids, all of that kind of stuff. And yeah. we've been so busy doing everything for everybody and taking care of business all over the place that we've become completely disconnected from who we are as people and what's important to yeah. us. Oh my God. A hundred percent. We, this story is so common. I think it, so I'm so happy that you're talking about it. I also found myself not quite at middle age. I was still in my late twenties, early thirties, but also without a husband, without a job, without my health and everything that I'd attached my identity to was gone poof in a moment. Yeah. And I was going, wait, I did what I was supposed to do. I took the next step. Right. I got married. I had 2.2 kids. I became a nurse. I have a job. Now it's all gone. Who the hell am I? What the hell do I do? Yeah. Yeah. And so how you said you started talking to some people. I mean, I can only assume that you were in a pretty depressed state at that time. Oh my goodness. I threw myself the biggest pity party. Like I was uh, for a same That's for all right. long yeah. time. Yeah. And here's the thing. And this is what we as women do. Like I turned it on myself. I was like, what's wrong with you? Everybody yeah. else has got their shit together. Why can't you get this going? Like, where did you go wrong? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so after sitting in that for a while, um, and really like not knowing, like feeling totally like I'd lie in my bed crying most days. Let's, let's be real. <laughs> yeah. Let's be real about this. Yeah. Let's you weren't real. feeding yourself. You weren't taking care of you. No, you were it, sad. It wasn't pretty at all. Mm -hmm. And then at one point I was like, okay, I'm I've like, I've just turned 50 and I have probably 30, maybe God willing, 40 years ahead of me. Yeah. Like, am I really going to like sit around and mope for 30 years? Like really <laughs> come yeah. on. Right. Yeah. Um, so then I thought, you know, I started to see that maybe what had happened, um, to me was actually a little bit of a gift. I mean, it took me a while to get to the point of the gift, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, like, thanks for this but, gift. I'm about to re-gift that. <laughs> right. But it started to, it started to occur to me that, you know, in the last five years or so of my career, sometimes I would find myself in a boardroom half listening to a meeting and this little voice would come up and it would say, is this it? Is this really what you wanted? Is like this, is this what you worked so hard for? Mm -hmm. And I would like tell that little voice to like, shut up and sit down because it was, it was like, I didn't know if it wasn't this, I had no idea what it was. So I'm like, yeah. I've I made all this. What else am I supposed to do? Like, yeah, I, this is I what I chose. This. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's where exactly. we are. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. And, um, and that that's when it started to occur to me. I'm like, oh, there's this little voice that's been kind of talking to me and I've never really stopped to listen to her. Like I've never paid her any attention. So I thought, yeah. okay, well, I really, I really don't have anywhere to go or anything to I do. So let me start paying attention to what's happening. Um, and I, it started very, very slowly with, you know, just like, like in the moment, you know, what do I feel like now? What would make me happy in this moment? Right. And sometimes mm -hmm. it would be as simple as I really want to eat an orange, right? So I'd eat an orange or, you know, 
like I, I couldn't walk very far because I was like so burnt out, like physically, mentally, and emotionally burnt out. So yeah. sometimes I would go to the park across the street from my house and I would literally sit under this big, this huge tree and I would just sit there and like, just see like, okay, where do you want to go next? What do you, what would make me happy now? And I started having these really st small conversations with that little voice inside me hmm. and started building a relationship with her. Right. And then yeah. uh, that led to me, um, starting to write. And, you know, at, at the time I was like, well, I don't write, like I do strategy. I don't really write. I do decks. Right. Um, yeah. so I just started writing and then it led me to share. And you know, the first time I published, you know, a blog, I had to sit on my hands for three days to not go back and delete it because I was like, what the hell? Am I, <laughs> why am I putting my business out in the world for everybody to right. see? Right. But yeah. then when I started sharing was when I started to realize that like, oh my goodness, I'm not alone in this. There are other yeah. women who are like, oh my goodness, that's me. That's me too, right? So that was the beginning of Old Chicks No Shit. And, you know, I was having these conversations with these beautiful, smart, brilliant, you know, accomplished women who were just mm -hmm. like feeling stuck. Like what's next? Like, you know, I want my, my, I want my life to matter. I want to do something that feels like purpose and meaning in the world. But how do I even find that? Right. And so that was very much, um, that's what, that's where it all started. Wow. What a beautiful story. I think that so many women are going to find themselves in this position soon, you know, with it, you know, maybe they're 20 or 30 and then in, in 10 or 20 or 30 years, they're going to find themselves this way too. And I really, my hope ahead is that your message reaches those younger women before yeah. they're where we have been, right? Like to know that they have choices. So, so what do you say to, listen, this is a hot topic, hot take right here for anybody that wants to hear it. You know, my kids are from 28 and my youngest is four, at 15. And I, I regularly say those kids can't be your life. They can't be your everything. No. But it, they, you know, women can't hear that, that kind of message. Yeah. So what do you say to these women out there that are putting their everything into others, whether it be their kid, their job, their spouse, or otherwise, what do you say to them? Yeah. You know, as women, it's so interesting because as women, um, we have been taught to see our value in what we do for other people. First of all, our ability to have babies, yeah. what, we, what we do for other people, and then our physical body, like is our physical body pleasing to somebody outside of ourselves, right? Like yeah. that's where we've been taught to see our value. So mm -hmm. when we reach the stage of life, like where things are shifting, maybe kids don't need us as much anymore, or, you know, like bodies physically changing we're so stuck because we're disconnected and our job really like we fall into the bottom of our to-do list, that part with the tumbleweed and the dust, you know, the part we never, ever get to that's yeah. where we are on our own lists. That's right. And we need to start like prioritizing ourselves and getting to know ourselves and building a relationship with ourselves. And that like every relationship takes spending time with that person, like having a conversation with that person. So I always encourage women to start small. Like it doesn't need to be, you need to go on a silent retreat for 10 days right off yeah. the get, right out of the get go. Um, but like, can you find five or 10 minutes where like you sit with your coffee in the morning before the house gets up or like whatever it is where you can find 10 minutes with no book, no phone, no TV, no nothing, and just spend it with yourself. And then like, pay attention to the thoughts that are popping up in your head. You could ask yourself mm. questions like, you know, what would make a great day today? What would make me really happy? What do I need more of? What do I want less of? 
right? Mm -hmm. And just start having that, you know, that dialogue with ourselves to get to know who we are and what's important to us. Because, you know, this chapter of our lives, like, is all about returning to the truth of who we are, like becoming back, going back to, you know, what's true and meaningful and important to us. So rather than being guided by the outside world, it's now being guided by what's happening inside of us. Mm. And so just tuning in for those minutes, I encourage everybody to get a journal and just like, even if you spend five minutes, just writing what can, what you think are random thoughts start there. Right. And just see what comes up because there's clues in there. And then over time Mm. you find yourself writing more and more. And then sometimes you'll look at it and go, holy crap, I didn't even know that was in there. Right. <laughs> so yeah. it's really, or, or even going for a walk in nature, right? Like if you have mm. a, some time to just go spend some time in nature with yourself, right. For me, that's one of the best places to connect back with my own thoughts because it's yeah. peaceful. It's quiet. Um, or like on the lake in the summertime on my paddleboard, right? Like that's where I'm like, everything happens. Cause it's like literally a dead zone out there. Right. Yes. Um, but yeah, so it's just about spending that time with yourself, finding those quiet moments. Um, I always say there silence, stillness, and solitude, Hmm. um, are like the three S's of us just like coming back to ourselves. Yeah. Silence, stillness, and solitude. I love that. I know that some of my most incredible moments have literally been without anything around, you know, I used to be that person that needed music at the beach. Now I don't. I I just listen to the world and nature and it's so incredible. The things that come up. I love that you say, what comes up, what comes up for you? What do you find your brain going to naturally? Right. You know, without all the distraction of the work, the kids, the spouse, the household duties, the dinners, the whatever else has to happen. Where does your brain go naturally? What are you really interested in? Who are you as a person? Right. Right. Like, I don't know what, I didn't even know what I liked to do. You know, if somebody asked me, what what are your hobbies? What what do you mean? Hobby. (laughs) what's a hobby who's got time for a hobby right (laughs) yeah when you listen to yourself and and talk to yourself out loud I do it out loud a lot of times Um, yeah oh those those conversations like people think I my husband definitely is gonna be like who are you talking to oh I know you know I was so funny you mentioned this because I was thinking about this the other day so I'm not like I talk to myself in the car a lot when I'm driving and I'm like you know what? Thank goodness for hands-free because everybody's talking now and nobody knows if you're actually talking to somebody, if you're just talking to yourself. <laughs> Before I looked like a crazy woman. No, oh my gosh. it looks That's normal. So true. That's so true. <laughs> oh my gosh. So let's talk about your business. I mean, you have the podcast, obviously. Did the yeah. wait, did the podcast come first? And then you, or did it all sort of happen at once? Uh, So the blog started and then, you know, I found these women who were reaching out to me with these like absolutely incredible stories. And I mean, Mm. I started looking for like, okay, there has to be women out there who have like done this before and who have like completely reinvented themselves. Like, where are these women? Like, why can't I find them anywhere? So I started searching for these women with incredible stories. And I found them so inspiring. Like it was what I needed. Like I needed to see what was possible. I needed to see that other people had done it. And Mm, then as I started finding these stories, I'm like, okay, everybody needs to hear these stories. And that was the beginning of the podcast, which has turned out to be like the absolute best thing that I do, like getting to have these amazing conversations with, with women. Um, And then yeah, that's, so that was the genesis of the podcast. And, um, and then the community has, was kind of built around that. So, um, there's a Facebook group, um, you know, Facebook page, Instagram is where I hang out most. Um, and then I also run, um, 
uh, group coaching and individual coaching for women who are kind of on that precipice, want to start a new business, want to start a new career, want to figure out how to get unstuck and figure out like, what's next? What do I want? What's my purpose? Where's the meaning in my life? And so I guide them through that process um, to really just like, my mission is to get everybody feeling like really passionate and excited about their next chapter of life. Like whatever it is that it's so aligned with who you are naturally as a person that it just feels like you feel so happy and excited that you get to do that every day, which is like, that's how I live my life now. Right. Yeah. And it's it's funny. I was talking with somebody from my corporate career the other day. And she said to me like, wow, you're a really different person. (laughs) I go like, yeah, no kidding. (laughs) I'm so happy now. What I love now. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Well, okay. So going back to that corporate career, I mean, I'm sure you learned so much about business in there, but that does not necessarily translate to running your own business, does it? (laughs) (laughs) OMG. Yes. (laughs) Um, You know, Yes. So that like, so amazing foundation of knowledge. And I I actually really thoroughly enjoyed my corporate career. It was in fact, I think the best training for what I'm doing now, but starting your own business is like, I always say the biggest personal development journey you will ever go on is starting your own business because when you step out there, right? Like it starts to show you all your stuff, (laughs) all your stuff comes up and, and like, that's normal and natural. Like I understand that you know, now having, you know, um, been past it, but it's like, when we step out of our comfort zone, our brain starts to go, what the heck are you doing? And starts throwing all this stuff at us, right. To kind of keep us in our comfort zone. Um, and as we step out, you know, there are so many things that we think could stop us along the way, fears and doubts and, you know, imposter complex and, you know, all of these things like not enoughness, um, and they can easily stop us in our tracks, but really, you know, they're not real. Like they have nothing to do actually with our capability to do what it is that we want to do because our dreams and desires are not random. They are with us for a reason. And they are Mm. parts of us that are looking to be expressed. Mm. And so the fact that we have this dream or desire or this thing that we'd want to accomplish means something it's part of us. And so we have everything we need. And so, but we get so easy to get caught up in all of that stuff. Like, I mean, I truly was like, I believed I was going to become, you know, a 95 year old homeless spinster with four cats, Uh right? Because I'm like, my programming told me that the only way I could be successful was in a corporate job. And I had never seen anything outside of that because all of my peers and my friends looked exactly like I did and lived the life that I did. And so one of the best things that I did for myself when starting out was to um, have coffee with people, as many different people from as many different walks of life as I could find doing like jobs I had never heard of being very successful and making money in ways that I didn't even know were possible. Hmm. And that opened my eyes to the fact that there's, wow, there's a whole other world that I don't know about. And it opened my eyes to what was possible for me. And I encourage everybody to do that, like to just get out of your own sphere for a minute, because chances are your sphere looks exactly like you do, right? Or you think the same way, you show up the same way. And when you're stepping out of your comfort zone, you just need to know that there's possibility on the other side. Um, And so, um, yeah, it's, it's not an easy road. I really miss the tech department in a big way. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, when something goes wrong and you pick up the phone, you go, can you come to my desk and like fix this? I'm like, oh no, right. that's me now. <laughs> yeah, that's me now. Oh crap. Yeah. Well, I yeah, love what exactly. you say about needing an example. I say that all the time. Like people, why do you share so openly that you're in recovery or that you used to be really overweight or that your ex-husband was gay? Why do you share these things so transparently? And I'm like, I feel such a sense of responsibility because I felt so alone back then. I really thought I was the only woman whose husband ever, you know, turned gay, quote unquote, turned and and left her. I thought I was the only one. Well, guess what? There is a whole swath, a huge community. Books have been written about it. Dozens of books have been written. And I felt so alone because it's not something most people talk about every day. And so you're setting an example and showing women what's, what's really possible for them. Yeah. I, you know what? I love that so much. I I love people's stories because in sharing our stories, we are, you know, learning from each other. We are inspiring each other. We're opening the doors to possibility. Um, last night I hosted a dinner. It's a dinner series that I do called uh, women, wine and wisdom. And it's women, wine and midlife wisdom is what it is. And it's, you know, 12 midlife women, we pick a topic for each one and then we sit around the table and talk. And some of the shares, like these women who are strangers end up coming around this dinner table and the things that they share, like the beautiful stories, like everybody is so impacted. And so when we keep our stories to ourselves, a, you know, usually we use them to club ourselves over the head and, you know, and (laughs) then as soon as you start to speak it out loud, right? Like you see that other people are impacted by your experience. And there's so much power in that, um, common experience in that learning. And when we share it, um, yes. so I, I think it's beautiful what you do. Oh, thank you. Uh, likewise. So tell us about how your program works. How, how does the group and or individual coaching work? Yeah. So, um, for the one-on-one coaching, basically it's like, uh, three steps. So that I walk you through, First of all, it's about doing the inner work um, to get really clear on what it is that you want for your life. Mm. And I will tell you that nine times out of 10, or maybe even 9.9 times out of 10, <gasps> women come to me because they're like, I'm stuck. I don't know. I don't know how to figure this out. I don't know what's important to me. Mm-hmm. And when we ha- start having the conversation, what happens is they absolutely know what it is. Like there's this little dream or this desire. And as soon as it pops up, they stomp on it immediately. Yeah. Right. Because of what should be important to them. Right. Because of what should be important (laughs) to them. They feel wrong for wanting something different than they already have. Mm. Um, or they doubt their own, you know, capability, you know, they think, who am I to do that? Um, and you know, they're focused on the 15 reasons why it can't happen. Yeah. And so the work that we do then is like building that, like, so first of all, uncovering that thing and like giving it life creating a, like a very clear vision of what that could be, because I'm a, such a huge proponent of visualization, because mm. when you create that big image in your mind, it's something that actually will keep pulling you forward. So yes, the fears and doubts will come up, but like when you get into the feeling of that vision, it will pull you through that stuff. Like, do you know how many times in my own business I've said, that's it. I quit. I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so many. Um, uh, on the daily 
Right. But then, I mean, I'm like, okay, so you can quit and then I'll quit for 15 minutes or two hours or a day. But then I go, I can't, I can't, I can't let this thing go. Right. And then I come back to the table. So it's about, you know, getting very clear on that vision, like building um, or getting clear on that purpose. Like what is it that lights you up from the inside, you know, building that vision around it. Um, And then it's about creating a plan of action to get you moving towards that vision. Right. And so this is where um, it's a lot of handholding and support as you take those steps towards the thing that it is that you want because the first steps are always the hardest. And sometimes you just need somebody like a, to hold your belief for you on the days when you just can't hold it for mm. yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, B you need somebody to just hold your hand while you're getting out of your comfort zone. And maybe it's, you know, sharing yourself on social media or like whatever it is. And somebody that's saying, I got you, it's okay. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, showing you, okay, like what's, what, what's the next step and let's do it together. Right. Because once you get that momentum, that momentum will actually care, start carrying you. Like you mm-hmm. have a vision, like you have clear on your purpose, you have a vision, and then you have that momentum, which will just kind of keep pulling you forward. Um, so that's the work that we do together, usually over 90 days, but most of my clients end up staying with me for probably about six months. Um, yeah. And then I also um, uh, have a, a, a group a community, a membership community as well, which is launching very soon. Um, where it's women who can, like, I am such a huge believer in surrounding yourself with like-minded people. So, you know, midlife women who are all on the verge of creating something new for their lives and who will, you know, can be encouraged and supported and inspired by each other as they navigate the path together. So it's the same kind of framework. Obviously everybody's working at it on their own, in their own pace, but it really is a place for community support. Um, and just like, again, knowing that you're not alone and because watching other people succeed is powerful, right? Like if I didn't, if I hadn't had that for me, like maybe I wouldn't be where I am right now. Um, and then I do um, various different events and things like that, like these dinners. So I love that. So can you tell us about a client that, that came to you so broken and tell us where she is now? I mean, obviously not her name, but you know, yeah, in yeah, generality. Yeah. So you want to hear a success story. Yeah. You know, um, one of the things that I do in the group, um, in the group coaching is I make everyone speak their vision, like what it is that that thing that they want to say it out loud, because mm. for many people, it's been this thing that's just in their heads. They've never actually spoken it to anybody. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, there was one woman in the group who she was very, very reluctant to share. She was just was like, okay, let me go last. Let me go last. Let me go last. And when it finally came around to her turn, she said, she started saying, this is a really dumb idea, but I'm going to share it anyway. She shared this beautiful vision she had for this charitable organization for, um, you know, disenfranchised women and she's sharing this whole thing and I'm watching the faces of the other people in the group and I'm seeing how moved they are by her vision for this thing. And when she was done, she finished it by saying, see, I told you it wasn't really a good idea. And then I said to her like, whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) Please look at the faces of these women around the table and just see how you have impacted them with, with sharing your vision. And for the first time ever, she saw that idea, like she saw that thing that was like this, you know, stupid little idea. It actually became real for her in that moment Mm, because she had spoken it out loud. She had seen the impact. And then this, this again is the power of 
speaking out loud, like of, you know, using our voices and connecting with other people. Yeah. And that was enough for her to start taking the next steps. Like it became a reality in that moment. Like it was like literally the birth of an idea that would never have come to the table. Wow. Had she not spoken That's it. so and incredible. She's working on building it. Oh right? my gosh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because we're so blocked by our own experience. I was born in Oklahoma city. I'm in the Bible belt of the United States. Like I knew nothing other than, and none of us do other than our own experience, where we've been, who we spend our time yeah. with, what our experience has been. We, like you said, you didn't even know that certain jobs were jobs. Like, wait, you could, that's a job Is that you can make money doing <laughs> yeah. that. Like, yeah. We don't have any idea what the possibilities are, what other people think. We think we know what they think, but really we only know what we think and what our experience has been. So I love yeah, that you're giving exactly. an opportunity for people to share that with others so that yeah. they can, people go, hell no, that's an incredible idea. What are you joking? That's not a bad idea at all. We need that. Or people say like, oh, I would do that. I would sign up for that. And then you're like, what, really? What? Wait, wait. In fact, it happened at the dinner again that I was at last night. Somebody shared an idea and the people were like, sign me up, sign me up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's an incredible community to build whenever you can share with people and, and, and be validated in that your idea is not some, just some dumb little idea, right? It's actually a yeah. vision that people would buy into. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it yeah. just, it makes my heart so happy to see these like hidden gems of things that are just like floating beneath the surface because, you know, people don't believe in themselves, you know, then to see it become reality. And like mm. my favorite thing about midlife women is like that my absolute most favorite thing about midlife women is, is that they are finding ways to take all of their knowledge and their life experience and their acquired wisdom and they're not just using it for fame and success and, you know, whatever they're finding ways to use these things to better the world, to make life easier for somebody else. Yeah. And I'm like these incredible women with all of this knowledge and experience now, you know, paying it forward to make life easier for other people to have big impact in the world. And yes, don't get me wrong. The money and everything else is all very, very well and good, like lovely, but that's yeah. not their, their, that's not their primary motivation. It's like, I want to make a difference in somebody else's life. And right. I'm like, how freaking powerful is that? Yes. Right. Like this group of so women powerful. that have been discounted in society who have the potential to have some amazing impact. Yeah. And I'm so grateful that I, I feel I feel like there's a stirring, like this is a change. I don't know if it was COVID or, or what happened that all of a sudden our eyes are open to opportunity yes. to, I mean, I remember hearing my aunt who's now I'm in her seventies, but about a decade ago, she was like 62 and found herself without work. And she was like, I have no experience. And I'm like, Oh my God, you've raised five children. You've done this. You've done, you have so much experience, but she didn't have the experience that the world would say yes. was valuable. Right. Yes. But now the opportunity is there. Like you, like you just said, those, these skills are translating to actual jobs and, and monet, you know, making money and making an impact while doing it, which is so beautiful. Exactly. Well, I mean, I read a survey, a little, or a study a little while ago that said, uh, women are 40% more likely, oh, sorry, 80% more likely to be impoverished in retirement than men. Yeah, I was like, what? And I, as yeah. I started digging underneath it, right? Like we don't negotiate our salaries from the beginning, from the get-go. So we start lower. We peak, our peak earnings happen, you know, 
at 44 versus versus men's peak earnings happen at like 55 or something. Our peak earnings are 40% less. And then you layer on, you know, death, divorce, illness. These are the things that women take the brunt of, right? And women are left without the capacity, you know what I mean? To, yeah to live. And like, so the more women that are creating these things and building avenues of, of revenue and building their own agency to be self-sufficient, like if you start that in your fifties, you know, maybe you don't have to worry about money in your eighties or whatever. Right. right? Yeah. So it's like, there's just more and more evidence for the reasons why it's so important that we, that we do this. And I think you're right. I think there are, the tide is changing for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I feel it. I'm here for the waves. I'm in them waist deep. Let's go dive in. I'm my here board ready. Queens. I'm going to ride the waves. That's yes, it. Exactly. Yeah. I want to learn to paddleboard, by the way. You said you do paddleboarding. Yeah. What so much fun. Is it so a blast? Am it, I going to fall? Am I going to just tump over? I feel like I'm just going to tump over. Yeah, you might fall <laughs> off, but the water's warm. But you know what it, you know what it is? It's, it's, a, um, it's a solo sport. And I literally, I mean, I I'm not like an aggressive paddleboarder. I literally paddle to the middle of the lake and then I just sit there on my board. And that's mm. like where all of the best um, ideas come to me. Yes. It's yeah, like, just it's all like moments. free zone. Oh. Yeah. Cause oh. no, I have no phone, no people, no nothing. Just this large expanse of water, which makes my soul so happy. And like, all of a sudden it's just like, I'm this open vessel for everything to just pour into. Right. So it's one of my meditations (laughs) for sure. I love it. Yeah. Find some time, even if it's not on a beautiful paddleboard in Toronto where Jennifer is find a time in your backyard, in your back patio, close your eyes, listen to the trees, listen to the birds. Nature will come to you and envelop you and, and you will feel that synergy and know that you're a part of this universe and that there is something better out there for you, something different and 40 or whatever that middle age start. What is the middle age start zone? Roughly 40, but roughly 40. Yeah. 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 It's not the end. It's the beginning. A hundred percent. It's the beginning. And there is so much more out there for you. Now, Jennifer has a tool. I believe you have a tool for all of our guests. Um, is it an easy link to say, or we'll have it in the show notes, but we have, tell us about your tool. Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. Um, it's basically a guide for how to get unstuck and create your kick-ass next chapter. Mm. Um, and it's basically five steps. Um, simple, but not necessarily easy, but you can work yeah. your way through them. Um, yes. Steps to really start um, connecting in with yourself and taking mm. action towards that thing. That little voice that's inside of you that has that little seed of a dream. It's about allowing her to expand. And that's what that guide is about. So you know, it's not, there are five steps. It's not meant to be done, you know, in order. Like you might find yourself at four, back at one. It's one of those things you probably want to just like print, keep by your bedside and see what speaks to you on any given day. Mm, Yeah. I love that. Getting unstuck. How many women are out there feeling stuck right now? Like what's my next step? I'm so stuck. Kids are getting older. You know, I'm burnt out in my job, whatever's I'm newly divorced or whatever. There is a next step and Jennifer's tool can help you to get unstuck from yep. that and take Absolutely. that next step a hundred percent. Tell the audience where they can connect with you, Jennifer. If you want to learn more about how to really get unstuck, get into her Facebook group, get into her coaching program. There's more for you out there, ladies. Trust me when I say Jennifer and I have way better lives than we did when we were 20. 
that. Um, True that. So you can find me on all the social media platforms at Old Chicks No Shit. That's K N O W. Um, shit. Um, and then so my website is Old Chicks No Shit. Com on Facebook, on Instagram, and then also the free Facebook group and the podcast, all of the same name. So, yeah, awesome. Old and if chicks, you go to the if, No Shit. Yeah, if you go to the website, you'll find links to all of that stuff. Awesome. Go follow Jennifer at old chicks, no shit. Go visit her website, download that free guide. It'll be in the show notes and get yourself unstuck. Thank you, Jennifer, for being my guest so much. And thank you for being a queen that leads. Thank you for having me. The Queens lead podcast is recorded worldwide and produced by the kick-ass media team at the height digital home base in Nicaragua until our next episode, stay real Queens and go lead. Remember to tap that follow and leave your review. For freebies and more real, inspiring content you love, go to amysingleton.net and connect with Amy on our socials at The Real Amy Singleton. One more thing. This is the legal language, what my lawyer wrote and what I need to read to you. This podcast is presented for educational and entertainment purposes only. I am Amy Singleton, and I'm just your friend. Although I may speak to many on this show, I am not a psychotherapist, a business coach, a doctor, a CPA, a lawyer, or probably anyone who should be giving you professional advice. This podcast is not a substitute for a relationship with your doctor, coach, or any other licensed professional. Got it? Good. Now go be a queen and follow me at The Real Amy Singleton.